the fastest way to get cool people's eyes to glaze over is start talking about economics. <laughs> <laughs> so it's great. Exactly. Music economy. <laughs> get ready to be bored. Yeah. No, it's just, it's it's financial <laughs> transaction in the music industry. Okay. That's it. You know, when Soundcore talks about building Chattanooga's music economy, which is our mission, it's about job creation. We want people to start music industry businesses. We want to help existing music industry businesses to expand. And we also want to recruit new music industry businesses. And to run a business, you know, for a business to exist, there must be financial transaction, which is where economics comes in. So, um, you know, we all work together to build that. And um, that's what music economy is. It's, it's pretty simple. Jobs in the music industry. As we have been exploring over the past couple episodes of the podcast, Chattanooga has an incredibly rich musical heritage, from the Big Nine to some of the oldest music festivals in the South. So how can we build on that legacy to once again sustain a robust music culture in the scenic city? Well, my guests today are working on just that, creating and promoting a music economy with a vision to incorporate music into the very fabric of our city. This is the Camp House Podcast, and I am your host, Matt Busby. All right, guys, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank Thanks you. for having us. Yeah, so my guest today, I actually have three guests in the studio today, and we're going to be talking about the music economy in Chattanooga. And so my guests for that are Candace Davis with the CVB, Mary Howard Aid, also with the CVB, and then Stratton Tingle with Soundcore. Woo-hoo. Yeah, welcome, guys. <laughs> you know, before we get into start talking about the, the, the music economy in Chattanooga, yeah, I'd love for each one of you to tell us a little bit about yourself, how long you've been in Chattanooga, and even a little bit about the position that you have. So, Candice, let's start with you. Okay. I've been in Chattanooga for about 20 years now, and I have been at the CVB for 13 of those. I do the marketing and public relations for the city, so I focus on uh, really promoting Chattanooga as a tourism destination, working with leisure travelers as well as meetings and conventions and sporting events, and really getting the information out to them about how great of a destination Chattanooga is. And, you know, we focus on a lot of different things, music, entertainment, the outdoors, um, our great attractions. So we have so many things to offer people. So your job in particular for the CVB isn't just Mm -hmm. marketing the music section, but really Mm -hmm. you just want to get people to Chattanooga. That's your job. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, we, we focus on getting people here. They come here, they spend their money. You know, it's new money. It's not our own money. <laughs> so it's new money that they're putting into this community that we are in, um, in turn able to go and spend on creating an even better destination for ourselves and for visitors. Mary Howard, how about you? I grew up in Chattanooga and I went to college in Alabama and then I moved to New York for about six and a half years after college. So I was gone um, for about 10 and a half years, even though I would come home to visit. And After being in New York for a while, I realized I wanted a change of lifestyle and a different pace and scenery, and I came back to Chattanooga um, about two and a half years ago. Been loving it every day, and I started working at the CVB for now almost two years. In June, it'll be two years, and my job is the music marketing manager there. So I wake up every day (laughs) thinking about music in Chattanooga and how to promote it um, through the CVB to visitors through social media, content, newsletters. You know, that's like one of the coolest job descriptions I've ever had <laughs> come on this show. It's a pretty fun title. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. So I work with Candace and our marketing team to make sure we're getting the message out about music and entertainment and nightlife. And it's, it's broader than that. It's arts and culture in general. Stratton? 
Yeah, I've been in Chattanooga, <clears throat> moved downtown in about 2007. So I guess about 10 years. Technically, I've been around for a little longer than that, but I'm originally from uh, New Orleans, Louisiana. Uh, did film production at Southern Adventist University, had a bunch of bands that I was in, and, and we sort of um, decided to stay in Chattanooga rather than go to Los Angeles or to another major music market because that was the boom of sort of blogging, fame by blog days. And um, we, we just assumed that if you make good music and you put it on the internet, then you will make a career out of that because you get picked up by a blog and get famous. Um, <laughs> we learned the hard way that that's not exactly how it always works or even often or even maybe ever works. So that experience is echoed by a lot of different people in Chattanooga, not just me and, and the bands I was in. Um, but you know, a lot of the people who have been trying to work as professional musicians, especially in popular music based in Chattanooga, had started coming together and, and you know, forming this idea that, man, it would really be helpful to my career if we had a better music scene, uh, more active, you know, larger audiences, more venues, more infrastructure and stuff. And so all those conversations turned into essentially um, what became Soundcore, the organization. Right, right. So your job, unlike uh, Mary Howard and Candace, is not with the Chattanooga Visitors Bureau. You actually run an organization called Soundcore. So really quick, give us the definition of Soundcore. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Elevator pitch style. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Soundcore is uh, Soundcore is a 501c3 nonprofit dedicated to building Chattanooga's music economy. Um, our vision is to reestablish Chattanooga as a music mecca. So um, everything we do is focused on job creation um, in the music industry, business development in the music industry, and um, making Chattanooga a better place for music to live and thrive. Well, uh, you know, when we're talking about the the music economy in Chattanooga. What all, what all does that entail, you know, right at the beginning of this? What is, when I say music economy, what does that mean? The fastest way to get cool people to, uh, cool people's eyes to glaze over is start talking about economics. <laughs> <laughs> so it's great. Exactly. Music economy. <laughs> get ready to be bored. Yeah. No, it's just, it's, it's financial <laughs> transaction in the music industry. Okay. That's it. Mm-hmm. Um, so job create, when, you know, when Soundcore talks about building Chattanooga's music economy, which is our mission, it's about job creation. Um, we want um, you know people to start music industry businesses. We want to help existing music industry businesses to expand, and we also want to recruit new music industry businesses. And to run a business, you know, for a business to exist, there must be financial transaction, which is where economics comes in. So um, you know, we all work together to build that, and um, that's what music economy is. It's it's pretty simple. Jobs in the music industry. You guys have anything to add to that? Um, I think there's also the part of the economy that music brings in tourism dollars. So there's the other side of it is that you have... Which you is know, why the CVB would be so interested in, in this. Exactly, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, is um, looking at it from a perspective of, well, how much does the economy um, benefit from music-related events and projects happening in Chattanooga? Well, you know, Chattanooga really does have a, a fairly rich musical history, right? I mean, we always talk about the Chattanooga Choo Choo and that kind of thing, but even even like some of the more modern festivals, you know, Riverbend's been going on for 30, 30 years, 35. you know, 35 years, and, you know, Nightfall's been going on 30. for 30 years. Um, so so the, the city's always been, you know, pretty self-conscious as far as like music's important to us. Um, but it was really about three or four years ago that a conversation started that, hey, we need to take this a little bit more seriously. We need to look into how can we grow this music economy. And so um, talk a little bit more about how that conversation started. And then there was a, the result of that was really this thing called the TXP report. Mm-hmm. So go ahead, and Candace, take us down that road. 
Well, yeah, about four years ago, what we did is we worked with Mayor Burke on an, an initiative that he started, and it was Chattanooga Forward. And we had several different things that we wanted to look at in the city to really help build our economy. So we were focused on, you know, new attractions or that next big new thing, music and entertainment, outdoors, and a variety of different things. And, and Chattanooga Forward, that was about all different kinds of things. Correct. Just, this is just mm-hmm. one particular branch of yeah, that. Yeah, so this was one initiative with that, was how do we grow our music and entertainment scene? Because we have an incredible scene here. It just wasn't as cohesive, and we really at that point didn't have any kind of a targeted campaign to really focus on that and how to grow that. And with that, we started looking at our venues and the opportunities that we were um, able to provide musicians, and we you know, didn't have a lot of that. We had a few really great venues and spaces, but didn't really, um, again, really focus on that and how we could actually help people help our musicians and entertainers and so with that you know we um, started we started looking at all those numbers and worked really closely with everyone and was born you know Soundcore and the position with Mary Howard and and really being able to work with not only the musicians but work with our other partners our restaurants and our attractions and how to actually integrate music so much into the daily life of our residents and our visitors but you know now just and Mary Howard will talk a little bit more about this but you know we have musicians at more places than we ever have you know we have a lot of new music venues we have you know about 20 plus restaurants that have musicians regularly and not only is that providing something that's really great for us to go and experience but it's providing those jobs and it is providing those venues for people to be able to our musicians and um, entertainers to be able to perform at and thus giving them jobs and making them money and keeping them in our community. You know, Stratton was talking about they could have chosen anywhere to, to move to um, for their for their work, but, you know, people are choosing more and more to stay here. And with that, too, you know, our the caliber of our musicians is incredible. And, you know, people talk about going to Atlanta to hum- hear musicians or Nashville. People are starting to come to Chattanooga a lot more now that we're getting the word out about how great our musicians are. So I know like, you know, three years ago, I think it was, I remember getting a copy of this TXP report, which was really, Mm -hmm. people had brought in some consultants to look at our music economy and really ask the question, how can we begin to grow this? Mm -hmm. So could you, could you talk about that real quick? Like what was the TXP report? What were some of the highlights uh, within that report? Well, let me just kind of talk about how we, you know, how that happened is when we were looking at this, we did a lot of research and we had different people going to different cities and really kind of figuring out what other cities are doing to grow their music scene. And uh, then we, you know, again, I'll let Mary Howard talk about more of the specifics of that. But, you know, that's just the research because we had to do that research um, and with other cities in, um, you know, our own. So she can kind of go into those highlights of what is included in that report. Yeah. So the TXP report was created three years ago. Ago. And it was the Benwood Foundation, Lindhurst Foundation, and the McKinsey Foundation. They hired a consulting agency out of Austin, Texas called TXP to come into Chattanooga and do research on our music economy and music scene and hold focus group conversations um, with music stakeholders in the area. And so after an extensive amount of conversations and research, um, the ultimate question was how do we make Chattanooga um, more of a music city and how do we um, build our music economy here? And so they came up with a list of priorities, essentially. There were five major priorities for us. Um, one was to designate a downtown district focused on entertainment and music. The second was to establish a city of Chattanooga entertainment and special events office. The third was to create a Chattanooga Music Resource Center. The fourth was to implement a Chattanooga music sector marketing plan. And the fifth was to increase collaborations between the music sector and music education. And so if you go down each one of those priorities, um, those things 
are happening. They've been happening. They're continuing to happen. And that is essentially how Soundcore was created and how my position was created because um, even though we don't call it the Chattanooga Music Resource Center, um, Soundcore offers all of the things that um, the TXP report recommended that an establishment like that would offer to drive our music economy and help musicians develop professionally here in Chattanooga. And then I came in to help um, market what is going on here. We have great musicians here. They're performing, um, whether they're from Chattanooga or whether they're national musicians, you know, it goes hand in hand. And um, our music scene, I've heard from a lot of different people. Like you said earlier, it's always been strong through Riverbend and Nightfall. It's always been important, but it seems like it's really exploded in the past three years. There's a lot of energy surrounding it right now, and so it's to make sure that we're, we're getting that message out and continuing the momentum. I guess one, the only thing to add to that is like really that TXP report is the um, founding document for what Soundcore is, you know. So while we're not charged with necessarily implementing all uh, each of those major points that, that Mary Howard um, threw out there, uh, we are sort of the organization wakes up day in and day out trying to keep an eye on what's happening in each of those sections and, and trying to make a mark where we can. Mm-hmm. Um, but as a one-person organization and a very, fairly small organization, we're biting off what we think um, we can chew that actually moves that economic development needle the furth- furthest that we can um, with the resources that we have. Yeah, and in a minute, I definitely want to get more into the sound- Soundcore programming because I want mm-hmm. people to be aware of everything you guys are doing and offering because uh, mm-hmm. I think there's going to be people who probably listen to this who have never heard of Soundcore mm-hmm. that, that can benefit from what you're doing. All right, so you know the first one that you mentioned there too is that downtown district of entertainment. Where where is where would that be in Chattanooga? Did you, is there actually a designated area of the city? There is. Um, right now, we consider the entertainment district to be MLK all the way down to the south side. Um, so you've got the Choo Choo, you've got Station Street, which is serving, I would say, as the central hub of activity and entertainment, but. There's a lot of activity immediately around it between the south side, everything that's going on down there um, with restaurants that have music, music venues like the Grand Falloon and restaurants and the south side social. And then you come up. Right. It goes all the way over the stadium over there. Exactly. And now MLK is booming. Part of what's so great about all of this, too, is how excited all of our partners, people in the city are about this music scene and being a part of it. And, you know, you just never know how people are going to, you know, really embrace it. But like with our restaurants, we have people calling constantly, wanting to be a part of, you know, having people at their attractions, having people at their restaurants. And so that's been really exciting to be a part of. Well, you know, something that's really interesting is I actually just interviewed Johnny Smith about the Songbirds Guitar Museum, um, and that aired last week. And, you know, he specifically gave both of you a shout out, actually, Candace and Mary Howard, um, about really pitching to them to keep this in Chattanooga uh, because they were actively shopping this museum to other cities or trying to find other cities where this would fit. Um, so kind of, you know, I, I'd actually like to hear from you. How did what did you guys say to, you know, the Songbirds people to get that museum to stay here, uh, especially when you're talking about Station Street, like you just mentioned, like now that's going to be such a huge puzzle piece uh, to this Southside Entertainment District. How did you convince them to stay here? We just told them and they listened to us. (laughs) (laughs) No problem. Right. I mean, you know, it made sense to have it in Chattanooga. With with our growing scene, you know, we say we're the rising star of Tennessee because of all the all the our music and entertainment scene and we just what a great attraction to add to our, you know, to our city. And this is not just a, you know, a local scale or a regional scale. This is a national scale and it really puts us on the map. And, you know, I work with media and when we are talking about Chattanooga, that's just something that, 
people just have really, um, really responded to. We just brought in USA Today. We've had We Blog the World, Parade Magazine, all these different publications that just love songbirds and love the city and how it's just really adding one more really great element to our city. I think with the history of the choo-choo, um, you know, Glenn Miller's song, Chattanooga Choo-Choo, it's mm-hmm. internationally known. It's what sort of put Chattanooga on the map years ago. And I think with everything that's going on now with the choo-choo and the renovations and all of the energy and the entertainment happening over there between Track 29, the Revelry Room, the Comedy Catch, you've got Stir, you've got Frothy Monkey, Station Street. Um, it's just really good energy, and it made sense to have something like that here in Chattanooga. Um, I think that attraction speaks for itself and that you don't necessarily need to go to another city that's bigger than us that already has a bunch of attractions. Uh, what does it mean to market the music economy of a city? Yeah, like I said earlier, I'm in the job now almost two years. And so the first the first couple months, if I'm being honest, we're just meeting people and what is our what is our music scene and who's doing what, um, which was really fun. Yeah. <laughs> And so being able to gather all of that information and content and share it in a way through the CVB's um, owned media. So, you know, we have our website, we have blogs on that, we have our events calendar, we have our social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, all those things, email newsletters. um, And that's pretty powerful because we have a really strong audience and following. And we have 6,000 people looking at our events calendar on a weekly basis. Um, so it was being able to gather all of that information and stories and keep it up to date. Candace and I work together on marketing and PR, and as you can imagine, um, we promote everything in the city. It's not just music, and so the CVB recognized it was time to bring someone in to just really, truly focus on the music and entertainment happening since it is growing um, so much. And so my job is to push that information out, but beyond that, it's um, to look for opportunities to cultivate what we already have going on here, um, capture new events to bring to Chattanooga, possibly create new events. And Stratton and I actually worked together last year with the River City Company and Jazzanooga and River City Sessions to help create a new event called Noon Tunes um, in Miller Plaza, which is coming up, by the way. Yeah, this is a a summer (laughs) series, correct? Correct. It's a lunchtime summer series. It's on Wednesdays for 13 weeks in a row from noon to one at Miller Plaza at the Waterhouse Pavilion. So bring your lunch and come up. What day does it start, Stratton? May 3rd. May 3rd, okay. And so it's a great way to showcase our local musicians. And one of the things that I've discovered is that we have an incredibly diverse um, set of genres in Chattanooga. Mm -hmm. And so I think Noontunes really highlights that. And um, so we, we, you know, worked on that together. I worked with Taryn Balwinski earlier this year to help bring a new event to Chattanooga called Make Music Day. We call it Make Music Chattanooga. Um, it's on June 21st every year, the summer solstice, and it's a celebration of music. It's an international festival that started in Paris, and it's really fun, and it's another way for local musicians of any age, any level, to get out there and just play outside and be a part of the scene. Stratton and I worked a little bit together last year on the creation of his busking program for Soundcore, which has gone extremely well. And so it's it's looking for opportunities to have music here in unexpected places when you are a visitor and you're coming to Chattanooga and maybe you didn't show up here for the music, but you got the music anyway. Yeah. Um, I know Stratton now has musicians playing at the airport, which I think is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so your job has been really you know collaborating with different partners to create new programming. That's been a big piece of yours. 
but I know you've also brought a lot of journalists into Chattanooga to really highlight this sort of thing. Yeah, we have, and that's been um, with the help of Candace. So we have um, what are called FAM tours, which stands for familiarization tours, and we invite journalists, bloggers, influencers to come to Chattanooga, and we host them for about four days, and we take them around the city and build them an itinerary so they can go out. And we did a music and entertainment one last summer. We're actually now, after this, planning an arts and culture one, um, which will have some music in it and some other things. And so it's a way for them, people who have a lot of followers, and um, to spread the message about what they experienced in Chattanooga. And we occasionally go to other cities and have dinners with journalists there just to let them know what we're doing, media dinners. We did one not that long ago in Birmingham together. Um, so we're just making sure we're, we're spreading the word out. And we also um, occasionally do one-off campaigns. So last year and even this year, it's kind of both. 2016 and 17 is the 75th anniversary of the Chattanooga Choo Choo song, okay. which was pretty special. Yeah. And so we built a big campaign around that. We got a notable music historian um, named Robert Orman to tell the story of that song and it turning 75. And it was actually the first ever certified gold record ever oh my gosh, in history, wow. um, which is a big deal. Yeah. And so we had a fun video surrounding that. We did a couple of special events throughout the year highlighting that story and celebrating that song. Um, last year we made a video that was just celebrating our music. I don't know if y'all saw that, but it was called Chattanooga, Tennessee, Great American Music. And it just shows all the different pockets and neighborhoods and places and different genres we have. So, um, yeah, we have a lot of fun. And that was like all local artists in that too, correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, It was a great video. Well, so if if I were to ask you, you know, what's the one thing in the two years you've been doing this that you're most proud of within your position, what would it be? Um... If I'm being honest, I think right now one of the things I'm most proud of is I've recently worked together with a group of partners um, with Jazzanooga, the Urban League, uh, the Bessie Smith Cultural Center, the Office of Multicultural Affairs, and we teamed up to go after a national grant to bring a new music series to Chattanooga, and we won. Yeah, go ahead and announce that, because it's coming up. It's this summer, right? It's this fall. This fall. Yeah. Um, so we were one out of 53 cities to apply for this grant through the Levitt Foundation, and 15 cities were awarded. So now, because we have won this grant, we are creating a brand new fall music series on the lawn of the Bessie Smith Center. It's going to take place from 5.30 to 8.30, it's going to be local, regional, and national talent. Arti- I mean, Stratton sits on the Artist Selection Committee. We've got some really cool names we're exploring right now. Um, can, you, can you share any of them? Not yet. Not yet. We haven't even begun, like, <laughs> we haven't even begun negotiations. Yeah. Yeah. But We've got to battle it out on who's favorite. Who's favorite you know. and, and this will be a multi-day thing too, right? Or it's going to be 10 weeks in a row ten weeks in on a row. Thursdays. Okay. Right. And so it starts August 24th. The last one will be October 26th. Um, it's also really community driven. So it's, it's just, you know, ways in which the community can come together and kind of highlight what's happening on MLK. Um, MLK has got a lot going on right now. It has a rich music history. So I'm extremely excited about that because I think that lawn is a beautiful space and I think it's a great way to bring people together um, after work. I know we already have some incredible music series here and this is just adding one, another one to the mix on Thursdays in a location that people don't congregate at regularly. 
And it's going to be an opportunity to um, just reignite MLK in a different way. Yeah, I'm so excited for this. And I can't wait to see you guys announce who you're going to bring in. (laughs) You'll have to wait for it. We have to build the suspense and figure that out. Thank you so much for listening to the first half of my conversation on Chattanooga's music economy with Mary Howard Aide, Candace Davis, and Stratton Tingle. On Thursday, April 6th, we will release the second half of this conversation, revolving around Soundcore's programming to empower and educate a grassroots movement among music industry stakeholders in Chattanooga. So if you haven't done so, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast so that that episode will be waiting for you on Thursday morning. And thank you to our studio sponsor, The Lamp Post Group. If you haven't already done so, please check out their podcast, Dynamo Discussions, on the logistics industry and a lot of the startups that are beginning right here in Chattanooga. And then you can always share this episode or find any of our previous episodes on our new website, thecamphouse.com, and you can just click on the podcast tab right at the top of the page where you can find this episode and any of our older episodes. Well, thank you all for listening. I hope you have a great day, and we'll see you again on Thursday.